This podcast is intended for adults 18 years and older. It contains explicit language and sexual situations. All thoughts and opinions expressed are of our own and not of those of any specific group, employer, or individual, and is not intended to take as professional advice. Welcome to the Foreplay Podcast. Join the journey, experiences, and sexual adventures of two high school sweethearts navigating their way through the swinging lifestyle as millennials. Come along for the ride. Let's play. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Foreplay Podcast. It's Bella. This is Jace. So, Jace, how are you feeling today, this morning on, well, it's not even morning anymore. It is 1.20. <laughs> I feel good. Sitting here in bed, getting excited to record this podcast. You Just, didn't even finish your tea that I made you. I forgot I had it because it was behind my head. Well, you were complaining that you needed something hot and warm to drink, and I made it for you. You didn't even drink it. It was too hot when you first made it, and so then I slowly drank it later. You drink. <laughs> It's not okay. even a big cup. Okay, sorry. Last time I make you tea. Just kidding. I made. I'll I make boiled the tea. water. <laughs> oh my gosh! That's half of making tea. It is. <laughs> anyway, okay. Let's let's get to to today's story. So our story today is going to be about these friends that we've made, and we're going to name them Leon and Lindsay. And we met this couple at, guess where, Colette. I feel like we might meet most people at Colette. We do meet a large majority of our lifestyle friends at Colette anyway. <laughs> there are Dallas. like websites. We've met like several friends on websites, but Colette, we meet a lot of a lot of friends there. Yeah. yeah, We're very in-person people. We like to meet and talk in person and, and we feel like it's just easier to connect that way versus doing the whole online thing. Not that I'm opposed to it, but... It just seems easier and more natural. So we were at the one of the big couches towards the front of Colette, the white ones that they usually have out Our there. Our favorite spot. Yes, we like to sit there and eye the people coming in and, and then see just what's drink going on. and just talk. Yeah. And so this time was different because we only drink wine this time. Where typically we drink our pink pussy drink with the vodka and pink lemonade drink mix. And I really liked just being wine tipsy all night. Did I, you? I agree a hundred percent. I liked it because I felt more of. I feel like what happens whenever you drink more like liquors is you'll feel this buzz phase, but then if you drink more, you start to feel not a buzzed feeling, but more of a drunk feeling. And that buzzed feeling is my favorite part, but I feel like that's a really short window of drinking liquor. But whenever I drink wine, I feel like I don't ever feel really drunk. I just feel more of that buzzed feeling. Yeah. And so I really enjoy just feeling that, like almost on a high type feeling, if that if that makes sense. I don't know if high on a high is the right word for me, but just an in general. I just felt loosey-goosey and didn't go too much. I think we only had maybe two and a half glasses uh-huh. throughout the whole night. From yeah, I felt really, really good. Whenever we left. Yeah, so yeah. I really enjoyed it. So we're going to do that more often now. I agree. Just bring some wine, Chardonnay. So we were sitting at the couches. They came in. We saw them, thought they were cute. Let's describe them. He's is he pretty tall? Um, I'd say he's, I bet he's like a six foot ish. Yeah, he had a beard. Mm-hmm. Um, more so than you, like a beard, beard, not yeah. really long beard, but yeah, I have more like a stubbly scruff type thing. I don't know what phase of this is called, but it's more like close to my face. 
And his was like a little bit longer, but it wasn't a full on like Hagrid beard or anything no, from oh Harry goodness. Potter. It was like a short beard, but it was more beard than mine. Mm-hmm. And she was Asian. Actually, turns out she's Vietnamese. And that doesn't happen very often that we find a couple that looks more similar to what we look like, I feel like. Yes. A white and Asian couple. is. This is our first time. No, that's not true. But we haven't met a lot of white and Asian couples, which it's like us. That's kind of fun. I know. It is fun because obviously I'm attracted to you and obviously you're attracted to me. So then whenever we see people who look like us, obviously attracted to them. (laughs) Yes, I agree with that. We had talked to them a little bit at that couch early in the night. And then we went and danced for a while and we were just hanging out. But we had really liked them and we had both said that... If stuff were to go that way, or me and you had said, if stuff were to go that way, then we would be interested in playing with them that night. Mm -hmm. And so I said, we kind of split up and we were doing our own things. And then maybe an hour or so later, we went upstairs at Colette and we were dancing. And then we saw them sitting over on a couch. So we're like, oh, we should go say hi to them. And we went over and just started talking to them. And we talked for like five minutes or something. And then I think that one, I think we had to use the restroom. I think we both went to the restroom. And then whenever we came back, we went back. We told him, hey, we're going to be right back. And when we came back, he came up to me and said, we didn't know how you guys felt, but we'd be interested in playing if you and Bella would be interested in playing tonight. And so I knew that me and me and you had already said we wanted to, but I told him, I was like, okay, well, let me just talk to her again because I wanted to make sure that you still wanted to and you were still feeling it. So then that's when I went over to you and said, hey, he asked me if we wanted to play here tonight. And you said, yeah. I said, okay, great. And then we were sitting and I was on the end of the couch and you were next to me and she was next to you. Then he was on the other end of the couch. Uh And then I looked behind him and he looked back and I did the little – okay symbol or like the yes symbol i don't know what what that is but i was like okay and then and he, and he shook his head and smiled and then we we're like oh, okay so this is probably gonna happen but then maybe take it from there what you remember next i did think it was kind of funny because she and uh, so i speak vietnamese pretty much fluently but not completely fluent. you are fluent i am okay so i'm, I'm fluent you don't know some words but i mean there's some words in english i don't know yeah i'm conversationally fluent in vietnamese this part doesn't have anything to do with sexy stuff or anything I just thought it was funny but uh, she's the same way and when I am drinking I forget how to say Vietnamese words sometimes so I was just talking to her about it because I think I asked if she spoke Vietnamese and then we kept trying to think of how to say random words in Vietnamese and knowing that we didn't know how to say and then we were google translating it such as how to say couch I couldn't remember how to say that we looked it up and we're like oh Oh, that's right. It was funny because I don't get to do that very much with um, friends in the lifestyle because they're not always Vietnamese. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> but um, I remember seeing you and him leaning back and doing guy talk or whatever that was. Oh, and then I uh, took out our game. Mm-hmm. So we have our game. It's called Four Play the Game. We have a bunch of different ones, but it's all played on 
a mobile device, um, any device that can connect to the internet with a web browser. So I asked if they wanted to play our game, and I took out my phone, went over to it to the red X yeah, X you're like, version. You're like, should we skip the normal one and just go straight to the sexy one? And I was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so we started playing it, and then at this point, I mean, I think you and I had maybe a glass of wine. They had just started drinking. No, right? I had just finished like my second glass of wine. Oh, okay, okay. So I was feeling really good i didn't feel drunk or anything i just felt really happy and i don't know i felt good okay um so we all had our drinks and how our game is you guys can go on to foreplay.com slash games to see how it all works but you sit in a circle type thing or just we were all sitting just next to each other but um you get your desired drinks and you read the card and you just follow the prompt, prompt yeah and a lot of the times it'll say either do this or take two sips or take three sips or whatever it is. So the drinks were flowing. We were playing. We – I don't know if that much happened not, up there. Yeah, none most of, the, of cards, the cards that we got weren't the super sexy. No, no, none of them were like, oh, give oral to the person to your left. I think that you and her both ended up topless. Yes. And – we just learned a lot about each other. Yeah, and Which, at one point we switched spots. Yes. So I was sitting next to her and you were next to him, but nothing really happened. We just were we were going through and playing the game and kind of uh, it was like an icebreaker type thing is how yeah. it felt like to me. That's exactly how we want our game to be too is used as an icebreaker. So although we had already talked to them, it's not like we had a long conversation with them or anything. So this was an easy way to really get to know each other just in a fun way. And it was random things like, how did you lose your virginity or take two sips or tell yeah. your most embarrassing sexual moment? And so that was really fun. And then drinks were flowing. We got a little bit more excited <laughs> yeah and then i do want to preface it too because earlier we had talked i forgot to say this but we had both said that we were full swap they said oh, that yeah, they yeah, were yeah. so we all knew that we were on that same comfort level which i feel like is an important part of the story so then at that point after we played the game for what maybe 10 minutes or so i would say yeah 10, 10 15. 15 minutes they were like oh we need to use the restroom and we said okay and they went up and we thought they went to the upstairs restroom and we ended up seeing some of our friends upstairs that we hadn't seen in almost a year. So we were stopping and talking to them for a little bit. And then when we went upstairs to look for them, they weren't there. So we're like, oh, well, let's go downstairs because we had talked about going and getting a room at some point. And so we walked downstairs and Leon was sitting on the couch. So we went over and started talking to him while she was still in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And we were just sitting there talking. And then she came out maybe a minute or two later. And then we were also there talking and I think I was one who said it. And I was like, oh, should we go get a room? Yeah. And then everyone was like, yeah. I, was like, I think okay. I took her hand and then we started walking okay. down. And then we I was about to go into the blue room, which has the opaque curtains that you close mm -hmm. and play in. But then before we went into there, you said you wanted to go see if the complete private room was open, which I've never been in there before. Me either. But it's just a completely blocked off room with a physical door. Yeah, it's right? a bed with a door that I think you can like shut and lock. I don't know if you can lock it, but I'm assuming that if it's shut, no one's going to open that yeah. door on you. But I I know for us, at least for me, I think you're the same way. The more private, the better. I don't like being watched by other people. I yeah. like that private setting. So that's why I said, hey, let's go see if this room is open because why not be in a completely private room? 
on a completely big bed over one of the ones that's just opaque. But yes, unfortunately, least, it was taken. Yeah. <laughs> at least when it comes to play like that, when we all know we're going to play. But I do feel like when it's in the moment, I don't care. You know, if yeah. stuff happens out I mean, in like the middle of the club, not maybe not the middle, not the dance floor, but on the side, I know I've given blowjobs. I, I don't think yeah. we've ever had but sex. But no, I've actually had sex. I feel like if I was going to have sex, sex, I feel like I'd probably move more to a. I know. Yeah. I know I've gotten eaten area. now, but anyway, yeah. so whenever we're going to do like a full swap, that kind of stuff. I I'm do just like proud that you just called yeah. the full swap set full sex <laughs> this week. <laughs> I always call it full sex on the podcast <laughs> for whatever reason. So yeah, we uh, we we went back and I was like, okay, that room's taken. So we went back and there was a room in the back corner of the room, like the blue room with the opaque little curtains. And so we all got in there and closed the curtains. And I don't remember exactly how everything started. I think that you said, you boys need to take your pants off or something like I think we like played that. the game a little bit more. Maybe a, just a couple. Maybe so. I think you're right. I think yeah. we did. And maybe one of them was to take your pants off. Maybe that's how that happened. Yeah. I think that's what happened. Yeah. I think one of the cards was all, all guys, guys take, take their, their pants, pants off or take yep. two steps. And yep. then I said, okay, take your pants off. Yeah, that's right. And at that point, once your pants were off, then we stopped playing the game. And then we started out together, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And that's always my preference. I always like... I mean, whether it's we fuck before or it's you give me a blowjob before I go down, whatever it is, I like starting together. That always makes me feel more, I don't know, closer. Yeah, it's a good way to start everything so we don't feel so disconnected. Yeah, Yeah. I I don't feel disconnected when we don't, but I feel more connected when we do. Yes. Because I could like have like someone else before you, even if we didn't start together, but I liked how, I like how that connection feels of starting together. Yeah. So you went down on me. For maybe like, not that long, Mm-mm. maybe like 30 seconds or a minute. And that was fun. And then I think she was going down on him maybe. I I remember looking over and then he was eating her out. So yeah. then I said, hey, you should eat me out. Because then I could, me and her were both laying down missionary style. Mm-hmm. So that way if you were eating me out, then I could kiss her and do other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> So after I was I was eating you out, and then maybe after, I don't know, a couple, two or three minutes of doing that, me and him Switch. switched. Yes. And we were like, hey, we looked at each other like, oh, we should switch or something. And then, you know, we're all like, oh, is this okay? Is this okay? Yes. And so then I started going down on her while he started going down on you. Yes. And this is interesting because it's typically the opposite. So usually the girls are going, in the experiences that we've had so far, the girls will go down on the guys first and then continue and then the girls will switch. So then we're giving the guys head and switching. But this I, time you I liked switching. it. I liked it that way because I feel like a lot of time after you give head, you like go straight to fucking. Yeah. And so then lots of time the girls don't get as much attention. So I liked starting with doing like me with you eating you out and then switching with. Yeah. Because then the girls got like. Had more um, attention. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of the times whenever you are getting head, like you get really turned on, you're like, oh, I'm hard. We should fuck. Yeah. And then you kind of miss out on that, like pleasuring the girl as much from not just a standpoint of fucking 
Yeah, yeah. So I like I liked that dynamic of how it switched and everything. Yeah, I liked it too. I don't know if we necessarily always. It's not like I prefer one or the other more. But I, I did mean, enjoy I like both. this. Yeah. So mix it up. Yeah. So I remember he was going. I looking over and he was going on you and I was going down on her, and then. You started, I think you were fingering her. You were going down on her. I leaned over and started making out with her and playing with her boobs. And then I went down and rubbed her clit while you were still eating her out. I don't think I inserted anything. I think I just rubbed her clit. Well, see, then I didn't know exactly what to do because you were like, you weren't fingering her. You were rubbing her clit. And then I was like, okay, well, now I don't really know where to go. So then I was kissing like the inside of her thighs. And then I remember I, I was like kissing your hand what? on top of it, which like I know sounds weird, but it made me feel close to you. Oh, okay. Like it made me feel like close to you because yeah. like you were doing stuff to her and then like I felt like I was touching you at the same time. You should have like fingered her. I could have, but in the moment, that's not what I was or, thinking. I was I like, think- what do I do now? And then- <laughs> Continue but, eating her out. You can finger her. But it was it was it was it was it was enjoyable because I I like I like that connection feeling yeah, yeah, whenever yeah. we're doing lifestyle stuff. I like from that connection, so I I enjoyed that. So then I think that you kept rubbing her clit until she came, mm-hmm. which wasn't very long. She came. Yeah, she comes really very easily. quickly, <laughs> and so she came, and then I think that's at the point whenever. Me and him laid on our backs, and she started going down on me while you're going on him. Yes. Right? I think so. So. Yeah, I was going down on him, and then I remember it wasn't for very long, and then he asked me if he could eat me out again. So okay. then, and I think we switched again. I don't really know what you guys were doing at this point. I think she was just giving me a head for a while. Okay. So she was just going down on me, and kind of I was kind of like grabbing the back of her head and like moving her head up and down a little bit while she was going down on me. And then she stopped and she like got on top of me and she's like, I want to kiss you. And I was like, okay. So we made out for a little while, just like while she was almost hovering over me, uh-huh. if that's how you describe that. And then when we were kissing, I was like, I want to fuck you. And she said, okay. And okay. then that's when we were like, hey, we should get condoms. I looked over at you guys and you guys were like, okay. What were we doing? I want. I want to say he was. I want to say he was eating you out. I think I was giving him head before we started fucking. So maybe that's when you said get the condom. So then I know I saw at some point I saw you giving him head. I just don't remember when it was. I think I got the condoms wherever. I don't even know how you got it out so easily. Where did you did you leave them out so it was easy for me to find? I, I, I took them. I always. Leave like a couple of condoms in my pocket at Colette just so in case we ever go anywhere, I didn't yeah. have to go stop at a locker. And whenever I took my pants off, I took them out of my pants and sat them up like in a little cupboard. That yeah, because I was I was uh, surprised how easily I found them. I was like, oh, here they are. This podcast is brought to you by us, Bella and Jace. Have you guys ever been to a party? You're just looking to spice the night up. We have the ultimate adult party game. It's called Foreplay the Game. It's an adult icebreaker game that really always just makes for a fun time. If you want more information about it, you can check it out at foreplay.com slash games. If you're newer into the lifestyle and you're wanting to learn more about it, we do have an introduction to swinging course that you can find more information at foreplay.com slash learn. It has all the information that we wish we would have known before we first got into the lifestyle. We also have swinger and lifestyle clothing and you can find that at foreplay.com slash shop. Back to the show. Tossed you one, and then I went down on him for a little bit, and then he put his on, and then he started fucking me missionary. Okay, so 
I had her go down on me again uh-huh. after I got the condoms, and then I put it on, and then she started riding me. Okay, okay. So she was riding me for a while, and I remember looking over, and he was fucking you missionary. Because yeah, I remember, yeah, like, yeah. playing with your boobs, and you looked, I don't know, you had, like, your little choker on. You looked really hot just getting fucked. And so <laughs> I remember looking My over. My choker said, come slut that Yes, night. <laughs> it did. Um, and so I remember looking over. I think we, like, held, like, touched each other's arms for yeah. a while. I held uh, hands. Yeah, and held hands. I always liked doing Which, that. once again, it's the connection thing. While, and why said, he was fucking you missionary, and then... She was riding me. Yes. And so then I want to say me and her switch. I started fucking her missionary. Yes. And then. I think I switched with him at that point. Okay. Because I said, I want to ride you. Okay. And he said not yet because he still wanted to fuck me that way. Okay. And then I rode him. Okay. And then I remember I was fucking her missionary and she had me like put her legs up yeah like so it was like they're more like closer to her head and then i think she came like two times over the next like wow. two or three minutes she came wow. she came really quickly Lucky. like i know good for her <laughs> uh so yeah she came a couple times while i was fucking her that way and then you guys both switched because you made him come right like pretty soon after you rode him i would say you gave him head mm-hmm and she was going down on me. But I remember, like, looking over. I think me and her, like, stopped for a second while... Because you could tell he was coming. Oh. So you talk about that part. I just remember giving him head and then he came. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There was so much to it. I was hidden with the Glock Glock 3000. That's so what it was. Then, uh... <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, then after that, she was still going down on me. And you came over... And I remember, like, you were touching my, like, thighs or something while she was still going down on me. And then she stopped going down on me. And then you started going down on me for a second. Yeah. Well, over when I – because typically after the guy comes, it's kind of – we're usually finished uh the times that we played. But then he didn't come – there wasn't that much come. Uh And so um, after we – because he came in my mouth and then I spit it out. And then whenever she came back over to him, they started having sex again. And I was like, whoa, he must be able to come multiple times. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> but before she went back over to him, I do remember it was really hot because you were going down on me and then you stopped and you like took my dick and you put it in her mouth. I did. I don't uh-huh. even remember that. That's cute. I do. Uh, <laughs> yes, it was. It was cute. Uh, so yeah, you were going on me and you stopped and then put it in her mouth. And then after that, that's whenever she went, went back, back over to him. Okay, okay. And so then they started fucking. And I think you went down on me for maybe another minute or something. And then you said you wanted to ride me. Yes. So then you started riding me while they were fucking. Yes. And then. He came again, right? Yeah. yeah I, think, I, think that, again. I think that you were riding me maybe for two or three minutes. Yeah, just a couple minutes. Uh-huh. And then I remember you got off me at one point and said that you're going to make me come. I said, no, I want to fuck you more first. Okay. And then you got back on top of me and we fucked more. Uh-huh. And then I think that he came again with Three, her. The third time? No, no, second time. Oh, okay, okay. And so while we were still doing that. And then I remember you were going down on me. And I think like I was like grabbing her ass because I think they had just like finished and she was like facing that direction uh-huh. while you were giving me head. And then it felt really good. And I thought I was about to come, but I didn't want to come yet. 
but then I did anyway. Yeah. So I kind of just came on myself. Well, you came a little in my mouth. I don't know. I Oh, I think you started coming, and then I could see it, and so then I put my mouth over it. And then I think I that's what happened. Yeah. Because you would, like, stop for a second. I wasn't ready to come, but it just felt so good that I couldn't Can not I come. I, yeah, the whole glock, glock. Glock, <laughs> It did me in again. And so, yeah, then I, um, I came, and, yeah, I remember you, like, after I started coming, you went down on me, and I think you got, like, the rest of it. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> well, there was already a lot on me too, but I hadn't come in like three days before that or something. So it must have been. I remember I spit been... it out. And then he, I remember he said something like, she really likes to suck dick. Yeah, that is what he said. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I don't know why, but I used my finger to wipe your cum off you and then I wiped it off. <laughs> I know. Good thing they washed those. Well, uh, duh, yeah, duh. Um, <laughs> But that, that was kind of the experience. Then we just sat there and talked for like two or three minutes. And then we're like, hey, we should get up and go out of this room so that other people want to use it. They can change the sheets and people can use it. Yeah. And then we went and sat and talked on the little um, couch where we met yes. for like five or ten minutes while I waited for our Uber to come. And then we went home and ate chicken nuggets ate some and chicken nuggets hot chips and oatmeal so. <laughs> well see i was trying to do self-care for myself and i was trying to do good on my diet and i said when i get home i'm gonna have oatmeal i made oh i guess i could say overnight oats i started it at noon or something so whenever i got home it would taste good well i didn't eating oats when you come home after drinking is not fun <laughs> even if it has bananas and chia seeds and peanut butter powder and on a typical breakfast day it would taste good by hey i took a bite of it i was like i want hot cheetos <laughs> so i got a bunch of hot cheetos and made popcorn i was really good that night because usually i don't even eat anything but i came home i washed my face i put on a pimple patch i think I made- it's because of the wine <laughs> yeah me too because by the time we left i still like felt a little bit of something but I didn't feel drunk or really even that buzzed. I just felt fine. Yeah, I don't even think I fell asleep in the Uber or anything. I think I sat there watching TikTok for yeah. the time. Yeah, which which was cool. Yeah. So that was kind of the experience. It was Next really, really time, fun. I would try to remember to grab a towel before we or a couple towels before they we get towels? back. They usually have towels. Oh. Yeah. I didn't I know that. That would be smart. We should have gone it because yeah. Do you even remember what happened with all the cum that was on your body? I must have just wiped it off for you. I mean, and then probably my boxers absorbed some of the rest of it. (laughs) I don't know. I took a shower when I got home. Yeah. And like washed myself. So I was like, okay, I'm probably fine now. (laughs) And then that was it. It was really, it was a really good experience. Yeah, it was super fun. It was actually their first time there too. So Mm -hmm. um, I hope they had a good time. They said they did. Mm -hmm. They they sure seemed to have a good time. Yeah, he texted me later that night. And then we're supposed to go eat some Asian food sometime soon. I didn't even know that. Yeah. (laughs) So it must have went well. (laughs) Um, so that was the end of the experience. We're going to do our Q and A, not Q and A. I always forget what this is called. What do I call it? A- ask us AUA. AUA. Ask, ask us anything. Yes. The AUA section of what our podcast. What a podcast host you are. I know. I'm, I'm bad. I'm sorry. I'll get better. Give so, me a break. We've only done it for like four months. So this is where we go through. We find, well, we love if you guys send us in questions, we'll always try to answer those. But we didn't have any questions to end this week. 
So we went through and we found a question on Reddit. And so Bella will read that and we will talk about it. So we find these questions in the Swingers subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash swingers. This says, orgy advice. We are a vanilla couple who are just getting started to explore the lifestyle. Hmm, Not so vanilla anymore, huh? (laughs) So after some Googling, we found ourselves at a nice eyes wide shut party. It was absolutely fabulous. This club basically had everything from saunas to custom sex chairs and the lovely orgy attic. Side note, before I continue with this, I have never been to an eyes wide shut party and I would love to go to one. I don't even know what that is. You know that movie where they wear the masquerades and I'm pretty sure, do they have, we should watch that movie. I think they have an orgy. It's a sex club. I'm pretty sure it's about that. I think the human centipede is in there. You're asking the wrong Wait, person. Wait, human don't, centipede? I don't know. That, you know, you know what I'm talking about when I know you bend hu- I know, over and then. I know what the, the human centipede is, but I don't, I didn't I know what it's from. I think that's from Eyes Wide So okay. people have parties like that or clubs. I don't know, but I've never been to one, but I would like to go to one. Me too. Okay, so I'm going <laughs> to continue on with the question. Since we are both new to this and are pretty young, we were getting a lot of attention, but we just spoke to people like we normally would at a club, um, but just semi-nude, post-midnight club rules. Later on in the night, while we were in the orgy attic, there were like 30 couples going at it and it looked magnificent, but both of us were flummoxed on how to join in on the action. How do you get consent in this situation? What is a respectable space that is needed? There were no rules written on the entrance. They had some engagement rules written for other areas. So while we had a great time watching and being watched, we would probably like to do more the next time we go. How do you normally go about it? What are the rules? Great question. Yes, that is a great question. That's a lot coming from, you know, going straight from vanilla straight into an an orgy. orgy. Yeah, orgy. I've never (laughs) been to an orgy attic. Me me either. I mean, it almost sounds like at trapeze whenever you walk into the playroom and it's just completely open. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly how this club is set up. I don't think it's probably just one whole bed. But but either way, however, it looks like a big orgy when we walk in. Yeah, however, that falls. I mean, I think that my advice would be, I mean, I think you have to use a little bit of your judgment here. And if you can tell that there's several couples that are so into it and they're just looking at each other and not doing anything, you know, maybe leave those people alone. But if you're walking and you have people that are fucking and they keep making eye contact with Mm -hmm. you and they're kind of making those nonverbal cues Mm -hmm. at you and you're interested, I don't think there's any harm in kind of walking over the direction and being like, you guys are so sexy. Like, can we join you? Mm Mm-hmm. Because the worst thing they're going to say is, oh, right now we're just we're just doing us. I'm sorry. And then you didn't know harm, no foul. It didn't hurt to ask. But I do think you just have to use that judgment of, oh, these people are clearly – I think you can tell when people are looking around and being more open. Whereas if you're yeah. just into that one person that you're with, I don't think you're going to be looking around the room and doing all of those things and making eye contact with people that are entering the room. So I think that that's – kind of what it comes down to is that the right answer i mean i don't know if there is a right or wrong answer but i think that's how i would personally handle the situation Me too. i think the nonverbal cues is really important the eye contact and then of course the asking if no one's making eye contact with you definitely don't just go up and touch someone no you know? definitely yeah, that's not okay that. yeah um, not a petting zoo yeah exactly or don't just go over and then just sit and pretty much be breathing over them that's yeah. something i forgot to say about our experience that we oh, just talked yeah. about 
Although the curtains were completely closed, at one point somebody came in and like opened the curtain and started watching us. And I like very angrily, I was like, shut it. <laughs> I said, there's a room that has curtains that are sheer for that reason. Yeah, like, but even if it was closed and it was sheer, you're not supposed to open the curtains. But at least but, with the sheer ones, you can look through. Yeah, this one, they opened it. But yeah. anyways, in the same kind of thing, just if people are doing their own thing, don't barge in and try to make yourself a part of it. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I think that's the best advice. And if, and if you feel uncomfortable, then just don't, don't, don't try to make something happen. If you don't, I feel like if you can't read the situation, it's better to not not, just jump in and bother someone in a sense. But truthfully, I think even if a couple was really into it and you went up and asked somebody, I think all they would say is like, Hey, we're doing our own thing right now. Yeah, or they could have, if they found a little spot, they could have started on their own, and then maybe they could be the ones to do that. Well, they said they enjoyed being watched and watching, so I'm assuming they did go in there and do stuff together, the way that I read that. Oh, I thought thought maybe they didn't know what to do, so they didn't do anything in that space. And earlier they had done stuff? Yeah, I thought maybe they did it in a separate room. But, I mean, so say you you want to do stuff, but you don't know how to make it happen. Instead of trying to join in on someone, maybe start on your own, and then you be the people to do eye contact with Mm -hmm. the other people walking around, and then maybe they can come and join. I mean, you can even look at people and wave at them like, hey, like... Yeah, that, that's another thing too. People have done that. I, that's happened to us before. Yeah, I, mean, I literally think at trapeze, like people like. Yeah, you can definitely tell you can. when people want you to. Although you know, you still want to go in, and then you still need to have your ground rules. Because I think, as in a situation like that, it, it gets kind of muddy. Isn't the word, but it, it gets a little blurred lines where mm-hmm. everything just kind of starts flowing and touching. After the consent is given, yeah. but you still you need to say what are your rules before yeah, so, you actually start. Yeah, I think that's yeah. really great advice. So if you go up to that person and you're like, "Oh, can we join?" You say yes. You should say, "Okay, like, well, you know, we're a full swap couple. What are you guys comfortable with?" Yeah, because you don't want to like cross a boundary and offend that person. And you know, one couple is fucking, the other one is doing a soft swap. They're like, "Hey, we're not comfortable with that." And then you have these really. I think that that muddy is a good term for that, where yeah. things just start to happen. In a situation like yeah. that, versus if you meet clothes outside of the orangey room, um, you're able to kind of say those things first. Mm-hmm. But don't let that deter you from, even though it's more of an intimate space right now, you need to still verbalize that consent. For I agree. Sure. I agree. All right, well, that is the end of the podcast. Let's end with the weekly obsessions this week. Yes, okay, my weekly obsession for us. We didn't even do the intro song. I'm the worst podcast host today. (laughs) I apologize. All right, you ready? (laughs) Bella and Jace's weekly obsessions. Okay, Bella's weekly obsession for songs this week is Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. It is so good. It is definitely a sad song though. It's one of those songs where I feel like you should be driving in your car and you're sad because your boyfriend broke up with you. But Like Lana Del Rey's music. Yeah. Like an overcast weather day. Yes. I saw this TikTok where this girl made her mm. boyfriend break up with her for four minutes so she could fully experience the song. <laughs> 
Can you imagine whenever like you have kids and like you meet your grandkids one time, like 40 years, like one time your grandma made us break up so she could listen to this song. Like <laughs> fully experience it. It was kind of a good idea. I almost thought about doing that with you, but I was like, I'll just imagine. I'm not breaking up with you for four minutes. We've never broken up in 13 years. I'm not doing four minutes for you to experience a song. <laughs> Sorry. But anyways. We are staying okay. together. <laughs> Fine. I just want to know what she felt like. But anyway, so that that's my song of the week. What's your song? Uh, Best Friend by Doja Cat. and so we, I guess it's by Saweetie featuring Doja Cat. I really like that song. That's and the music video song. is really funny too. So. I do like so that's my song of the week. Uh, it's it's a good one. My weekly obsession for things is I really like digital planning now. Um, I got into using GoodNotes on my iPad, and then I made my own digital planner PDF. And so now I can journal in there. I can write my affirmations and my gratitude and my weekly plans, and I can check things off. I really, really enjoy it. It's pretty much like a digital bullet journal, which is fun. So my weekly obsession for things is, you guys, it's so lame this week. Uh, My weekly obsession with things is there's like this little trail mix type stuff at Winco. And they have, well, it's just different ones, but I really like the hot and spicy and then like the pepper and sea salt cashews. Those aren't even part of the trail mix. I just made you. Yeah. And then like, I like to like mix the, I liked how they're mixed in with some like peanuts and Brazil nuts and all those other kind of stuff. So, so your obsession this week is nuts. Spiced nuts. Spicy nuts. <laughs> spicy nuts. I like nuts too, but not the spicy kind. Just the ones that... Just cashews? It's just salted? <laughs> <laughs> Are we going the same way here? Are you catching my drifted... I was, but I tried to change it. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, that's, it's a pretty lame one, but I really have... Like, it's... Sit, like, can, you, can you hear this right now? You know, yeah, he that. left them. He was like leaving them next to the bed, <laughs> and he said, "I need to stop doing this, or else I'm going to eat them all." Yeah, I just keep eating them. Yeah, so you keep opening them, and really then I is, keep eating them. It really is my weekly obsession this I week. I don't want those nuts. I want your nuts, but not your nuts in the jar. <laughs> okay, let's end the podcast there. Why? <laughs> why? Why don't you hit it with the outro? If you'd like to support the show, you can leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening to our podcast. All our information will be listed in the show notes below. You can email us at foreplaypodcast at gmail.com. That's the number four, O-U-R, playpodcast at gmail.com with any questions or comments or head to foreplay.com slash ask. We have a digital online game called Foreplay the Game. It's the ultimate adult party game for the sexually inclined and perfect for breaking the ice. You can find more information at foreplay.com games. We give away one free game of Foreplay Plus a month to a listener who writes a review, so just screenshot your review and email it to us for a chance to win. We have swinger and lifestyle clothing and accessories at foreplay.com shop and courses at foreplay.com learn. And we also have a Facebook group called Foreplay Community and would love for you to join at facebook.com group slash foreplay community. We're on Twitter at Foreplay Podcast and Instagram at HeyBellaLuna and at HeyJSP. I have an OnlyFans, which you can find at OnlyFans.com slash VIP or my free one at BellaLunaFree. Lastly, we're on Cassidy and SDC at Bella and Jace, and you can get a free 30-day full membership by using our link. Again, all our information will be listed in the show notes below, and we thank you so much for listening to our podcast. See you in the next one. Bye!